Good morning. My name is Cynthia Mouton and this is the Finished Works Ministries. I thank God that I have the opportunity to come before you and teach you on this very day. So this ministry is about teaching you the Word of God and teaching you how to apply the Word of God to So first of all, let me just say this, as I say in every podcast, I have a puppy, we have things going on in the house, so uh, I do apologize in advance for any noise and disturbances that might take place on this podcast. But stay focused on the Word of God and what God has to say for us on today. So this podcast I am going to title it, Making Your Way Through Every Trial in Temptation. Let me say it again. Making Your Way Through Every Trial in Temptations. So anyone that has ever listened to my podcast, you know it is anywhere between 10 and 20 minutes. I try to keep them short where you're able to listen, stay focused, and take some meat from the Word of God to apply it to your everyday. So let's get started. Today I am going to read a lot of scriptures. So get your pen and paper out and take some notes. And then I want you to meditate on the scripture that popped out to you dissect that word and use that when you're standing on a particular situation. So we are two minutes in, so we're going to get started. So in Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11, it says, I know the plans I have for you. This is Jesus speaking, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. So God plans us to give us a future, a good future. Because if you know the Lord, you know that he only has great things in store for us. So when evil comes your way, just shake your head and shake it off. Because you know what? God has something great to give to you along with hope. So we have to put our trust and hope in Jesus, in half faith. So let's go over some of these scriptures. In chapter, James chapter 1, verse 2 and 4, it says, Count it all joy, my brother, when you meet trials and various trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness. And let steadfastness have a full effect, or its perfect work, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. Okay, so when we go through trials and tribulations, how do you count it all joy? You know, you read the beginning of that and say, count it all joy. You know why you can count it all joy? Because you know at the end, you are victorious, and it says here, that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. So you will come out lacking nothing. Amen? 
So if any of you want to send me an email, please feel free. My email is no lack anymore at yahoo.com. If you ever want any information on anything, please email me. Again, that email is no lack anymore at yahoo.com. Okay, so in James chapter 1, we saw where it says, count it all joy. So let's go to number uh, chapter 1, but verse 12. And it says, blessed is the man who remains, here's that word again, steadfast under trial. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. See, when you are in love and in the Father, there are great benefits that come with it, even while you are being tested. Now, here's our key scripture. 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 12 through 19. I'm going to read that for you. It says, Beloved, do not be surprised at the fiery when it comes upon you to test you. See, trials are to test you. And this says here, fiery, fury, bad trials, okay? As though something strange were happening to you. Don't act like something strange. We know when we're in Christ Jesus, things are going to come up against us because we are a threat to the enemy. So it says here, but rejoice in so far as you share Christ suffering, Christ suffered on that cross, that you may also rejoice and be glad when his glory is revealed. So see, at the end, the glory of God will be revealed. If you are insulted, now listen to this, if you are insulted for the name of Christ, you're blessed. The word said you are blessed. Why? Because the spirit of glory and of God rests upon you. But let not, uh, excuse me, but let known, none, excuse me, but let none of you suffer as a murderer or a thief or an evildoer or a meddler. Yet, if anyone suffers as a Christian, let him not be ashamed, but let him glorify God in that name. That's a powerful, powerful word of God. See, we win. This is what we have to understand when we're going through tests and trial. We win no matter what. See, you got to keep your mind and your eyes focus on the Father at all times. If you look at any situation and you concentrate on that situation, you're going to be taken off guard. Let me just say that. See, I always say it in every podcast, almost every podcast. I'm not moved by what I see. I'm not moved by how I feel. I am only moved by the Word of God. Keep your mind steadfast or stayed on Jesus. 
So in Hebrews chapter 12, verses 4 through 11, it says, In your struggle against sin, in your struggle against sin, you have not yet resisted to the point of shedding your blood. Hmm. And have you forgotten the exhortation that addresses you as sons? May my son do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor be weary when reproved by him. Hmm. For the Lord disciplines the ones he loves. And he chastens every son whom he receives. It is for discipline that you to endure. God is treating you as sons. See, we are sons of God. For what son is there whom his father does not discipline? If you are left without discipline, listen to this, in which all have participated, then you are illegitimate children and not sons. So if you have children, okay, you know when they are doing something contrary to what you have taught them that you are going to discipline them, correct? You're not going to let them go undisciplined because they are your child. They're not illegitimate, as Christ is saying here. Children, they are of you. So you love them so much that you're going to discipline them. You're going to teach them the right way. This is the same thing that God does with us in our everyday life. He chastens us. He wants us to be the best representation of him. So in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 26, it says, For the Lord will be your confidence, and he will keep your foot from being caught. God said he's going to take care of us. He's going to make sure that there is no harm, per se, He's going to take care of you. Now, we already saw, it says in uh, James chapter 1, I think it was 4 through 6, how we have to, 1 through 4, how we have to count it all joy when we go through trials and tribulations. Look, we are in this world, but we're not of the world. Meaning we don't act like the world. We don't fashion ourselves after the world. We fashion ourselves after the book. So look here in 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, it says, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide the way of escape. Listen, he said, I got a way for escape for you that you may be able to endure. You know how you endure? Some people have been through very, very bad things. When you're in Christ, 
you can get through those things. God will keep you. Trust me, he will keep you in every situation. You got to have faith. You got to keep pushing. You got to read the word of God. Listen, it's like you driving a car. It's on full a full tank. So meaning when you get in that car and you're on the full tank, you can go wherever you want. Okay, that's like us. When you're in Jesus and you're full of that word, you have the confidence, you know, you have the power, you have the authority. You know, your daddy's not going to let you down because he says his, he is not a man that he shall lie. And it says his word shall not return unto him void, but it will accomplish what he set it out to do. So you have a full tank. You, the word says, I am more than a conqueror in Christ Jesus. It strengthens me. Listen, you know, and you got that word and you're in a full tank. You got that word. You're like, bring it on, bring it on. I can do everything. I'm going out here. I'm going to get that. And I'm successful. I'm going to go in. Let's say you go to work today and you say, I'm going to be successful. I'm going to do what I have to do. It's going to be a successful day. I'm going to get up and go out and do some things and accomplish those tasks. Because you know what? You are full of energy. You are full of the word of God. You're ready. You're set. Let's go. Okay. So after you do all that, it's the end of the day or the end of the project that took you months or whatever it may be. You say to yourself, whew, I'm tired. I got to take a nap or I got to refuel. You know what you refuel with? You get more of that word. You sit down and you get more of that word in you. You get yourself back to where you were. So when you go on empty is what I'm saying. Fuel yourself back up with the word of God. Now I'm going to tell you this. A good way to fill yourself back up is speaking in tongues. Oh yeah, I said it. I know you guys are looking at the podcast, looking at your phone or however you're listening to this and going, what did she say? Praying in the spirit. If you are a born again Christian, there is a gift for you. It's called the Holy Ghost that will dwell inside of you. And it is a heavenly language when you speak in tongues. You are speaking directly to God himself. You don't know what you're saying. You said you're speaking mysteries on to God. Sometimes God will give you an understanding and revelation and wisdom. This is a very good way to refuel yourself. See, when we're in Christ, in Philippians 4, chapter 4, verse 6 through 7, it says, Do not be anxious about anything. Why are you anxious about anything? When we know we have the word of God, when we have Christ on our side. But in every says, by prayer and supplications, with thanksgiving, let your requests be known on to God. And the peace of God which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your mind in Christ Jesus. I'm going to close right here. Listen, you have to bring your mind into subjection. This is the key. See, I believe it is in Romans chapter 12, verse 1. Look it up. It says about the renewing of the mind. Your mind has to be renewed 
in every situation that you have in life if it's not lined up with the word of God. Let me give you an example. Let's say you work outside your home. You go into a workplace. Now, or a church, wherever you work, whatever you do. When you're outside of your house and you're working, and you work with other people, there's different personalities. Not only that, there's politics. Let's call a spade a spade. Everyone has dealt with it. Politics in the church, politics in the workplace, wherever it may be. So let's talk about the job. So you go to your job and you see politics. People are not doing things quite as should be done. People get away with stuff quite um, because of who they know. People, some people get away with things. Some people get promoted. Some people, and you don't think it's right. And guess what? Some of it is not right. But you have to put your confidence in God. Because, see, when we go to work as Christians, anything that we do, we are God's ambassador. But God says when you go to work or when you do anything in any service, see, we are here to serve one another. We're servants of God and we're servants to the people. Jesus came. He died on that cross. He got up on the third day with all power and authority that we have. But guess what? He served us. He's at our service. We go to daddy and say, hey, God, what now? What can I do for you? Right? So we're representing Christ. So when you go into these situations, know, I read some of the scriptures, God have us. God promotes us. See, when you're promoted by God, no man can take that from you. He might use the man to help us get promoted, but if that position is yours, nobody can take it. Nobody can. And see, the Word of God says this too. Let's say you work in a, in a facility and something might happen. We're talking about being tested here. Let's just say you lose your job. Guess what? God says one door closed, another one opens. So let me wrap this up once again with this. Know that God has us. I read several scriptures on being tested. We cannot fail in Christ Jesus. It's not possible when we are in Christ Jesus. John 15 verse 7 says, If you abide in me and I abide in you, ask anything. And it shall be done. See, listen, we have to stay in the Father. You have to abide, abide in Him. When you abide in Christ, that means you're being led by Him, you're being guided by Him. He's directing you. How does He do all that? It says it will give it to He will give it to you generously. So stay in God no matter what happened. We are victorious in Christ Jesus. We are more than conquerors in Christ.
Christ Jesus. I want you to have a blessed day and be blessed.